Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's really happening. A very special Tommy Cron episode, yeah, Alice, fine. as your poor husband has been felled uh-huh. by SARS-CoV-2. You are fine. In my pharynx, in my larynx. Yes, I have been taken down. Uh, we I tested think you're going to make tested it. me I- today. Incorrect. I did everything right. I wore masks. I was double masked at times. I wore, I have yard signs about science. I called for the trucker's assets to be taken. I did everything right. I'm a good progressive. We live in a good progressive town where I have uh, several Black Lives Matter f- signs out front. Hate has no home here. It does have no home here. I changed my avatar to all black. Uh, double masked. I told on people when they weren't masked. I yelled at women who didn't seem sufficiently masked to me. I didn't yell at too many of the men because I don't, I'm afraid of conflict be getting hurt. But I yelled at a lot of women, and I uh, I took to Facebook every time I saw some high school kids playing basketball without masks. I did everything right and fine. I got my COVID vaccine, which was mm-hmm. from Pfizer, like Mr. Fauci and told BioNTech. me to. BioNTech, right? And Scott Gottlieb told me to, and I got my second one from Mr. Fauci and Mr. Zlewinski. They told me to Zlewinski. And then I got my booster, like I was told to, and I've said everything right. I've done everything right, and I've always done it. For who else? And For For us all. For you, but not for me. And somehow, thanks, Death Santis, I now have COVID. And I've been suffering with it. It's probably a fatal case. I've been suffering with it. I think you're going to make it. Now for at least a week, which is something I call long COVID, Alice, <laughs> which is what I have now. Oh, my gosh. We all and were sick this week. The only nope. person who had to be a big baby and be like, I can't smell my nope. breakfast sausages. I knew I something was test. up. I knew I something test. was up, which was rather neat, actually. <laughs> to be honest, we cooked maple sausages and i couldn't smell it whatsoever and my kids were there and by the way my son's in trouble james is in trouble (laughs) 
jerk. I have a feeling you have a problem with a lot of us right now. I do. I do. I have SARS-CoV-2. And my son. We what, all had COVID. There was nobody crying. Oh, about. right. I tried to make a gallows humor joke, Alice, even though I'm essentially on a, a ventilator now. I tried to make a gallows humor joke. Listen to this. By saying uh, that it was a, uh, I said, pretending it was a pregnancy test. You asked say, if you were pregnant when I was trying to read your test. Re- re- it was very humor. Exactly. To which uh, the eight-year-old said what, Alice? You look like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm somebody in what's called the intensive care unit. <clears throat> you are not. I'm on a ventilator. Stop. Yes, I am. Uh, yes, Sally. Can, this is a perfect time to be. Um, Dave was out of the kitchen, so I went down to put him back in, and he won't move away from one of the vents because he can hear a rat in the basement. Really? Yeah. Can we let him down in the basement? Sure. Good. There we go. <sighs> nice. Okay. Dave. That's good. Okay. Nice. I'm glad that happens during our live stream. Um, so, well, well, we've got a ratting dog and there's a rat in the basement. Good. Dispatch that hound, Dave. You will get well... Rep- what if there's a dead poisoned rat in the basement because I put poison down there? And what if your dog eats the poison or the dead poisoned rat and dies? We're going to need a search and rescue mission for Dave. <laughs> Why don't we just not... Like, can't I we want just Dave talk to about this rats. stuff outside of the show and make decisions as a team and not What do you just mean? People want to be let into our lives. By the way... Okay. Uh, another thing is I've got a GoFundMe set up, which has um, been rather anemic in donations so far, you cheap bastards. This is, I am a victim here. I have SARS-CoV-2, and I can't taste things now. Although today I could taste some stuff, but some stuff I can, But I can't taste stuff, so I'm going to need to be rehabbed. My tasting, my palate and my taste buds will need to be rehabbed, and I'm going to need your help with that. And that's at GoFundMe. You could, I tweeted about it already. Perhaps you could even be part of this. If I, I've got a long journey ahead of me, but I'm willing to. Make I think this, you're going to make. I'm it. willing I to do. put the work in, and with the listeners who are also willing to put the work in, I think maybe you could put the work in with me. But there's a GoFundMe, rather anemic so far, Alice. I wouldn't say that uh, that I'm bowled over by the amount of generosity. I also appreciate. The, well, did you explain what the GoFundMe is going to be used for? It's to rehab my taste buds and, and my palate since COVID has totally ripped it mm-hmm. apart. And rendered rendered those things completely useless. That's perfect. Go down with Sally. Very cool. Um, so there is a yeah. The GoFundMe is to help me rehab my palate. And we we felt we've we, by the way this is in consultation with medical experts that I've been talking to and seeing today. <laughs> it was felt that the best way to do that was to bombard my palate as we go with rich um, uh, cuisine. Are you allowed to go to restaurants when you have COVID? I can't go, not yet, but, but but as we begin the road to recovery is what I call it. So so rich cuisine, like places like the Capitol Grill and Grill 23 and Aquatane, places like that. So in order to do that, obviously, we're going to need to raise funds to do that. <laughs> but it's a long process. Alice, I'm going to put the work in. <clears throat> I don't know what's funny, but <laughs> if I'm going to get my taste buds back, this is the way to do it. I'm pretty is- sure I have COVID, too. If you have COVID you and I've what? been sick, I have COVID, I too. I have comorbidities, as my son reminded me today. <laughs> and you I'm- have an extra shot, though, so it, and- it evens out. So that is what's I going on. I only have two, that so I could die there. at any time. So Actually, that's probably- I'm also Wait, wearing- that's probably why you have it, is I didn't get my booster. Of course it is. Because <laughs> I'm not a good person selfish. like that's you. That's right. By the way, here's what- I'm wearing merch shirt today, again. Mm-hmm. 
By the way, I don't look that fat. I don't look like I've been stung by a thousand bees, Mr. Minahan. Woe betide you. I'm, he doesn't wear a mask when he jogs. Ergo. He gave you COVID, gave too. Gave me COVID, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, and I have my step-on wife sweatshirt in hot pink today. Yeah, that's right. And also, um, I am uh, woe betide any of you suggesting that to the fact that, that my- There was a lifestyle factor? No. Well, of course that. There's I'm Obviously, I- I treat You're myself well, <laughs> but but also to suggest that that to be to try to, to show performative act of being dumbfounded that I'm only forty nine on on uh, Twitter, <laughs> belying my appearance is not appreciated. Woe betide you! An odd thing in Twitter is going on today, isn't it, Alice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, you did point out to everybody that this is not your fault, that you're an innocent victim here. Um, I, period, did, period, everything, period, right. Mm-hmm. Period. All you need is some little clap emojis to rally drive oh, your really? point home in between each word. Yeah. But um, several people uh, feel that it is not their fault and they're angry at you for suggesting <clears throat> that it is. And they think that you maybe should have lost some weight or something. So <laughs> incredibly, incredibly... Two things have happened from feedback-wise. Mm-hmm. One, obviously, you guys know, I'm obviously effing kidding about that. I, this, this, just this, pretend to be self-righteous is just effing around because people actually say stuff like that. So not only have a bunch of people I know who are progressives, and some of them in democratic politics, actually said, so sorry, and they believe everything I said. Yes, he did everything right. I did everything right. And they were. I was right for blaming Florida, which is, of course, disappointing. But fine. <laughs> we but also to be disappointed by them. I'm under attack from the right. Somehow, this got into the newsfeed of some people who believe I'm totally serious, right? And are angry at me now for being just a bitch, a COVID bitch, a soy boy. Yeah, there's lots of clown emojis, <clears throat> like liberal moron. What an yes. idiot! <laughs> Can you imagine that? Which is another reason. Go to that GoFundMe page. Thank you very much. So I can be- begin my road to recovery. All right. I think you're going to be okay. No, Don't really give okay. any money yes, to his GoFundMe. Me- no. Hey, silence, no. woman. Yes. The people listening right now are our Patreon listeners anyway who so they're already used to, they're support. They're used to being no, fleeced. They Alice, already so, so. support us. And by the way, we've been talking about it. We want to do more live shows, so stay tuned for that. We're going to try and mix in some extra lives for those of you who give us money on <clears> Patreon. We're going to um, mix in some more live shows, so we'll keep posting them and doing them. And thank you guys for being here. It's so fun uh, when we can take your questions. We already yes. have a few Go questions here. We already have a few uh, okay. questions here. We have uh, somebody wants to know if you can ask uh, Fred Couples. Why can't you say the person's name? What do you mean somebody? Well, I don't want, I don't know what people feel okay, they fine. want. I don't know. Can I ask Fred Couples? Uh, what a par four is. Uh... Yeah, I could ask him that, although I think I know what that is. I think I know what that is. Mm. Uh, but that's the kind of question I would ask. There's no doubt. What a par four is. Why is the ball round? <laughs> Might be something... Why does it have those little dents in it? Right. Why does it have the dimples, we call it in the game, Alice? <laughs> okay. Why don't you off. just take a... Um, take... We had a problem like that on math team once, like to calculate the volume of a golf ball where like the golf ball it's was a, a certain whole episode diameter, of 1570 diameter. Project. oh my god and then the dimples there's like x number of dimples wow, with a specific save diameter. some chicks for the rest of us my goodness <laughs> that must have been the popular group i assume, I assume prom queen in there somewhere um it's so so um yes if i have when i get freddie couples on i may have to actually book him now because Colin has been 
has been uh, shooting volleys at me. Um, yeah, I, you I was, should do it. I will ask him. I will ask him all sorts of rudimentary things. Why? Why? Uh, um, why don't you just place the ball in the hole? <laughs> Walk it over. Kick it. Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And also, why don't you just drive on the course? <laughs> You know? I didn't even know you. They weren't... walk. They, all the pros walk. Oh. They, why don't you just drive? Trump drives on the green. <laughs> is that bad? I don't I even know. I think it is. Know. It's not, okay. it's not wow. I did a little golfing actually, 1980 and four, five, and six, and I took uh, lessons at Bear Hill Country Club in Stoneham. I have what's considered a great stroke. That doesn't. It pales in comparison to my McDonald Field, McDonald Field, 1985, 21 strikeouts, 21 batsmen. You need to explain me what you want on that T-shirt for, because uh, we need a T-shirt to memorialize that great day. McDonald Field in Winchester. I don't know if you're going to be quiet the whole time I was sitting. I came to a stopping point in what I was saying. Okay. I can't help it that you are drinking over there. Are you supposed to drink when you have COVID? Maybe you should uh, take a break. No, uh, if you have SARS-CoV-2. It, mm-hmm. it, in an anomalous a bullet point, the CDC does recommend drinking <laughs> and in excess, which is very much unlike them. So uh, when I had like what I consider real SARS COVID two back in January of 2020, uh-huh. before COVID was here, quote unquote, and me and three of the boys got pneumonia, um, I like not only couldn't drink, I like couldn't eat, I couldn't stand up. I was like leaning on the wall to like walk across the room because I was like so just out of breath and dead. And this, like, well, you got it fresh from the pangolin. Eh? This is we're a couple <laughs> right, of years in, right? This is not like, and now I mean, I must have COVID too. Now, this like cold that I've had this week or whatever, I there's no chance you have it. I'm not gonna, um, like spoiler alert, but we're married, so we're. <coughs> we are pretty close and intimate at this point in our relationship. If you have COVID, I my sickness that I have is definitely COVID. Well, we've all been too. sick for a couple weeks, right? But this is not the same beast as what was going around in January of 2020. Whether it's because uh, my particular one is pretty very serious. Uh, no, say. no, it's it not what my... I. It, this is not what I had in January 2020. That was. Lying in bed, shaking really with fever. Like have... no, but my point is, my point is that that this COVID that's going on now mm-hmm. is not the COVID that was here last year. Okay, you are tougher. You're tougher than everybody else. You had the. I'm you not had to get making COVID. a point about co- toughness. I'm making a point about like the fact that we need to move on. That COVID is now done, right? And that this is the COVID that's going around now is like. Not that serious, and we have good treatment. You tell that for to it. a a, a uh, rotund man trying to smell his sausages in the morning. Else. Yeah, and life's tragic. All right, you know. so, it probably wouldn't kill you if you couldn't smell some of your food for a what week. What does that or mean so. exactly? You're fine. What does that mean? It means just don't eat for a little bit. It's fine. Intermittent fasting. A two, Alice. Really? Mm-hmm. You went hogging when you found me. <laughs> You went. You were skinnier than you are now. Well, I was still a fat. You were skinnier than you are now. I was now. still a fat. You were skinnier than you are now, so, and you were saying you were getting in shape. I, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you know, I, I can't. We were talking about it beforehand. I don't like. I'm already mad at the Ukraine war for just screwing around. So, have a war, okay, or don't have a war. 
but I'm sick of this. At first of all, I'm sorry, but it is true. All these networks are champing at the bit. It's champing, right? Mm-hmm. They are really. They're like I, I felt bad for Anthony Blinken today because all the people are browbeating him. Say, well, aren't we going to do something? What if they go in there? Shouldn't we do something? Don't we owe them something? Should we do something? It's like, how much do they really? Is this really true? Is this where we are? That we really do want a war? I think a bunch of people do want a war. There's totally Frig. a bunch of people in Washington who love this stuff. There's it's like all the same war people with the who like want to go. It's not a fun war. Yeah. It's not a good one. No, it's different than even going to war in Iraq or Afghanistan. I would say so. That's and, not, uh, we don't yes. need to be at war with Russia. That's cool. If you I'm fight good. Russians in Europe, then you're going to need to be, you know those Nike missile sites I like so much? Well, uh, they're going to be powered right back up because you can't have a, war, a direct war with the Russians, a nuclear-armed country, without a problem. And do you think... Uh, oh. What is I it? don't know what's happening. Anyway, so but, 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 but they're chopping in a bit there. I've heard a bunch of conservatives who I like very much say that Biden at this point is not doing that bad a job by keeping the be keeping all of the Russian incursions and all the. I need to wash my hands. Okay, okay, go ahead. wash your good. hands, bud. Good job. No, I can't right now. Sally can help you wash your hands. I can't wash your hands right now. Sally, I'm live. No, you don't have to hide. <laughs> Can you okay. just go back out, please? He needs to wash his hands. He needs your help. Okay, follow me. I can help follow her. You. She'll help you. She'll help you. There you go, Cyril. Thank you, boy. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Cyril. Thank you. So, <clears throat> so, um, so, it's, and maybe he is subsequently. I mean, I, I've seen people, unfortunately, like already using the opportunity to say, see, we're doing something smart and, and measured, et cetera. Trump never did. It's like, Maybe you're right, but Trump never had... We weren't starting a war with Russia. Right. We weren't starting Trump. a war with Russia. And the, and the Russians, I guarantee you, Putin... It, Trump killed a bunch of Russians in battle in Syria. I guarantee you um, that uh, that Trump was an unknown. And there was no way Putin didn't... You didn't know what Trump would do. Well, well right. There was even the whole like fake Russian bounties story thing. Remember oh, yeah. that? So, like, right. It, so I would I would hold before these people start like celebrating what Biden's doing here. First of all, he missed opportunities. Ted Cruz in January, you know, pushed the bill to to sanction the Russians for the pipeline and this and that and harass them. A bunch of stuff we could have done, but we took it off the table. The uh, not is it the Salt Treaty? Yeah, or the Start, start Treaty. Start. start Treaty. Uh, so I mean, once again, we've we're we're playing from behind, but maybe this stuff. I mean. Maybe this stuff is maybe this stuff is throwing Putin off the sense that we're. But the, my problem is, is that I don't believe our administration. So when they well, say the no Russians idea. are going to do um, uh, crisis actor stuff, I don't believe Blinken anymore because he's. A, I don't believe our people, he, and I don't I can't believe somebody Putin who tells me it's important either. that girls, that men are allowed to be girls because they feel like it. And that everybody needs to be woke and know about critical race theory in the military, I, then you've lost your mind to me, and I don't trust you. So I don't trust Blinken. I don't trust anybody in this administration. I don't trust Putin either. But at least him, I know. He's it, a he's a known unknown, right? right. It's, he's like a known untrustworthy character. So it's like you know what he's 
you know he's not trustworthy. Right. right? People aren't going on CNN and telling you you should totally believe Putin because he's very important and good. And right. like And like with Biden and Blinken and stuff, that's what we've got is we have like the press taking them at face value. And I just... Like you, I just don't believe them. And then we have like Kamala, who's just like an unserious person. She's been, you know, over there bouncing around Europe. She's like in Munich talking about Explain stuff. Explain to Americans what exactly will they face if, if this happens. Sure. As the president talked about in his speech, um, we are aware that, again, when America stands for her principles and all of the things that we hold dear. Uh, Whereas the problem is we're already into the bullshit with her. Already, she is trying. You can hear the gears turning. Mm -hmm. As the president said, I'll do it. As if she's got this, it, 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 it's a, almost a, a chore for her. To, to come down to our level because she's totally. explaining this with totally. a lot of emphasis yes, and, and some pauses, too. Yes. And to let you of, know that she really understands There's a lot of import this. here. Um, it requires sometimes for, for us to put ourselves out there in a way that maybe we will incur some cost. And in this situation, um, that may relate to energy costs, for example. But we are taking very specific and appropriate, I believe, steps to mitigate what that cost might be if it happens. He has heard another stop. I mean, listen, guys, we're talking about the potential for war in Europe. I mean, let's really take a moment. I love how she's, oh, oh, really? Ukraine's in Europe, and Russia is too. My goodness, we hadn't thought of that. It is such a blowhardy thing to say to a press guy, gaggle. Guys, it's a, it's also it's also a way to throw a smoke bomb and say, guys, this is this is very more serious than you're calibrated to. Moment to understand the significance of what we're talking about. It's been over seventy years, and through those seventy years, as I mentioned yesterday, there has been peace and security. As uh, someone with relatives in the former Yugoslavia, I would say that that's slightly inaccurate. Just yes, tiny bit. I, I mean, how the hell? <laughs> how is it? Well, how is it? Well, well, there's either that is such a gigantic WTF moment <laughs> that either one she thinks that after it, everybody rolled through um, through uh, Berlin and Hitler killed himself. Then there was, she actually feels that after the Nazis were crushed, that, that there was actual tranquility. Or she sees the Iron Curtain as decades of positive developments. Yeah, or, I mean, or she. Peace and tranquility? Or she doesn't consider, I mean, for, clearly she doesn't consider Eastern Europe Europe at all. Right. Right, so like Peace the whole the whole Yugoslavia Jesus. wars and everything, like that's all apparently not even in Europe. I mean, I think what she means is like it's been seventy years that Americans could go on <laughs> vacation to Paris and not have to worry about it. Right, like is that what she's saying? I guess because that's like the most generous explanation I can come up with. But yeah, like the maybe, but Alice, there was peace and tra <laughs> tranquility. Except because of the Soviets, of whom Vladimir Putin was one. Right. It's like, Jesus. Also, they took another part of Ukraine under the last Democrat president, did they not? In Georgia under Bush. 
Right. So, there's so no- like, we've been playing this game. This isn't, like, a new thing. The only time, The only time it actually stopped was under Trump, it seems to me. Right. We are talking about the real possibility of war in Europe. So our position is for us very clear, which is as a leader, which we have been bringing together the allies, working together around our collective and unified position. Oh, God, the horse bleed. Jesus, <laughs> somebody just, why, why do they think it's a good idea to put her out there? Why? That we would all not just prefer, we desire, we believe it is in the best interest of all that there is a diplomatic end to this moment. And so where do we want this to end? That is where we want it to end. <sighs> so that's what's going on. And um, it is funny. At one point, Chuck Todd, I don't have it, but Chuck Todd did ask uh, the former ambassador uh, in, of the Ukraine, like, why do you think it, he's moving now? He didn't do it for all four years of the Trump administration. Why now? And he uh, sidestepped the question, essentially. But but I think we know why now. Because there's some stuff. Trump was a different cat. And Trump proved to not be sensitive to polling, to not be sensitive to the loudest voices in media. He didn't give a flying bleep. To his detriment, he called it the Muslim ban during the campaign, you know, and then tried to install a or or tried to you know create the travel ban when he was pre- when he was president, and he was not sensitive to criticism. Him and Stephen Miller were resolute. Nope, that's fine. Trump, you can say, I think most of you people who who hate him will will say that that's one of the things is that you know he seemed cold and t- he was <clears throat> he was not swayed by public opinion. He did not. He did not, he, or, or or the national media opinion, anyway, or societal opinion. He didn't care, which was a great thing about him, in my opinion. It's the that was a great thing about Trump, that he went up there and said, like the the whole the whole Charleston was it Charleston, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. Okay, presser it was a great press conference. Of course, he was destroyed for it for saying, find people on both sides because the media are um, apparatchiks. They're dishonest apparatchiks. But he went up there and kicked ass and said exactly what he should have said. If you listen to it, listen to it again now. Without the media telling you what to believe. Okay. <clears throat> uh, speaking of the media, here's just a small sample of something. Jonathan Capehart, who's a he's a he's a dumb, but he's very well uh, educated. He's got a show on NBC on sun, Sundays. Um, we've played his stuff before. He says dumb stuff. Maybe I have a, a, a sample of it. Uh, how are you doing, by the way? How's everything going? You keep looking good. At I screwed up the sound in the live stream, but oh, I, yeah? think, I think I fixed it. I'm not sure. We'll see. So the next sound that you play, hopefully, hopefully people will hear it because apparently it wasn't coming through correctly. But um, in any case, I think that that's why we need to do more live streams so we can practice because it's a lot of moving parts on part. these ones. But sure I'm going to catch all kinds of hell for saying this, but when doctors around the country are telling us that COVID infection rates are going up and that the overwhelming majority of those infections are among the unvaccinated, I'm more than happy to hurt some feelings. How can you read the Facebook post of Alabama doctor Brittany Cobia about the last requests of young unvaccinated patients and not feel a roiling mix of sadness and rage? 
One of the last things they do before they're intubated is beg me for the vaccine, she wrote. I hold their hand and I tell them that I'm sorry, uh, but it's too late. A few days later, when I call time of death, I hug their family members and I tell them the best way to honor their loved one. So here's him. Here's (sighs) Capehart. This is him talking to Newsom. It's just a small thing because listen to Newsom say something. And Capehart unable to contain himself. Which is full-time propaganda coming from a disciplined, far extreme right that will continue to racially prime, continue to promote these 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 cultural wars in any way, shape, or form. I mean, they're they're panning books. I mean, you can't make this up. I mean, you can't make up the moment we're living. You hear him laughing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> oh, my God. What a itch bait. All right. Um, so a couple of other things that I, that I like. I, I'm I'm done with Russia. Are you good with Russia? I'm all with Ukraine. Um, there's a woman who uh, went in front of one of these school boards. I'm not even sure where this is. It might be Virginia, maybe not. But anyway, she's she ex- she takes to task one of the people on the school board because they yelled at her about not wearing a mask last time. Well, this woman then found a school board member's Facebook pages, which are filled with mask- maskless photos, and all this happened. Miss Cass, you also yelled at me the last time I was here for taking off my mask, but here's a picture of you right here on Facebook with a crowd of people That's it. with no mask on. Uh, this Excuse is my me. time, and I don't interrupt no. you. Here's another picture no. with you with a no mask on. I'm sorry, Miss Vaught, you are done. If you are going to sit there and disparage a member of our school board, <laughs> then you can sit down. Not if you have something effective us. to say, I, have facts and truth on my side. I am not going to sit here. This isn't about you anymore. It's about can we have a police officer, please? Really? It, yes. It, it, down comes the officer. I, no, I'm not scared. I don't care. I would like you. Isn't that wonderful to disparage? I won't let you sit there and, and disparage us. You know, if you say something negative about me, we are getting the police to remove you, madam. Like, excuse me, we're not allowed to point out that you don't wear masks all over your Facebook page while you make our kids masks. Exactly. Well, if anything, she should be thanking her for making a good example. You know, you're totally right. I should have been wearing a mask. No, 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 no. You don't come here in my room and deign to criticize me. Either talk about something, you can talk about something that concerns our school board. Is there something about our students you would like to talk about? school board slightly. Then talk about our students. Can you please ask Ms. Vaught to leave? Thank you. It's incredible. No. If you would like to finish about students... Can you imagine that? They've cut off her mic, mm-hmm. and they have a cop now trying to drag her away. But if your idea is to stand there... Huh? She should be able to say her piece. I've had to listen to people come and criticize me. People came here and criticized you last year? Absolutely. And I couldn't do anything about it. And as well publicly, as I was humiliated. So people came here and they talked about your mask to your face. They say, they showed pictures of your family. They showed pictures of your. Fa- yeah, they did worse. That doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't. That doesn't make it right, Jamie. You're right, but I had to say those are my. That's my family. That is unbelievable. Off the what do you think about our family? I am not. Our family is being suffocated to death. I'm done. So the, she walks out. The board member walks out. Uh, she leaves or I leave? Time is up. 
She leaves her alley. Time is up. You can leave. Nobody made you be a school board member. I hate these people. That's not the issue. Ooh, nice line. We're coming for them all of them. That is, um, that's um, Newsbusters. But, like, I don't get it because people, they've done this stuff, like, where they're telling Merrick Garland they don't feel safe because, like, angry parents have come to school board meetings and whatever. And, like, you know, oh, they're threatening my, she brought a picture of my family, a picture of your family that you posted on Facebook. Get a life. Like, you're a public figure. If you post stuff on the internet, people can see it and they might even copy it and talk about it and show it to other people and bring it to your meetings and talk about what you put on your social media. It might happen because you're a public figure, which you chose to be. You ran for the elected position. You went there. You want to be up there on the school board making the decisions. If you do that, like, Take it like an adult. What's wrong with people? Like, nobody's making you be on the school board. You can go home and you can mind your own business and not put masks on other people's kids if you want to be able to go on Facebook and do whatever without anybody judging you. You know, and and I have news. People go around judging other people on social media all the time anyway. But if you don't want to drag out in public and put on your local TV station, then like then you shouldn't be on a school board or a city council or whatever. You chose that. You want to be on the seat. And if that's what you want, then, you know, it, then deal with the fact that people are going to talk about you and disparage you and say things about you sometimes that you don't like. It's called having to make tough decisions. People say negative things about their elected officials. They were all running around saying tons of negative things about Trump. That's life. When you run for stuff, people say mean stuff about you. It, like, your life has to go on and you have to learn to handle it. I don't understand why, you know, the supposed adults like don't get this. Right. You know, Mayor Wu is another one. She's missensitivity about all this stuff. She There's all these complaints every time somebody mixed her up with some other Asian politician, probably some who was just a heckler, some like probably crazy homeless person or something. I don't even know. Some guy yelled out at Mayor, Mayor Wu at some other Asian politician. Who cares? Who cares? And she's like, I can't believe the racist abuse I get. And people have been complaining. Maybe who was it? Somebody else weighed in. It might have been Ed Markey saying, like, I can't believe I've never seen so much racist abuse directed at. Like, God, shut it's up. It's so pathetic. Pussy, like, stop it. It's like so whiny. Like, Mayor Wu, I'm sorry. You're the most powerful person in the entire city of Boston. You can mask everybody's children. You can make vaccine requirements for restaurants. Like, sorry, people can say mean things about you. Like, I oh, tough luck. Like, don't be mayor next time. I don't know. There's right. plenty of jobs where you don't have to have your Instagram live streams interrupted by people saying mean things to you. There's plenty of jobs that you can have. A lot of them pay really well where you don't have to deal with stuff like that. But if you choose politics, then that's what you choose because that's how it goes. And I'm sorry, like, I know it's not fun, but like, that's life. You know, it, they were all excited when they all yelled at Sarah Palin. They're all excited to make fun of Trump. They're all, you know, it doesn't. But if their little darlings have to deal with the tiniest bit of criticism, it's like they like curl up. I can't believe the abuse that I've been subjected to merely trying to stand up. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> it's miraculous. It's, it's incredible. I mean, you can't, you shouldn't be able to. Or like Trudeau come back from fleeing that. Ottawa. Yeah, you like, shouldn't be able to come back for, from that. You're the one who they wanted to be. me. It's like, I'll give Biden some credit. 
he ain't bad at least <laughs> yeah he doesn't yeah he blows off hecklers he'll shout back at them a lot oh of times, yeah he's but he the- doesn't he doesn't like go online and say like i can't believe the amount of angry epithets that have been hurled at me like he doesn't care like he laughs stuff off it's not a big deal and you have to it's like part of being in politics <clears throat> is that's like what you get kind of especially in times of great stress and turmoil, which is like what COVID is. But if you want to be the person who's in there making the tough decisions, then you're going to have to learn to live with the fact that like half the country isn't going to like your decision-making process. And they're going to be mad about it. And some of them are going to... also sick of being talked down to. And sometimes like this guy, Glenn McGregor from CTV, uh, his his news station has been lying about protests and calling them mm-hmm. Nazis forever. And he goes out there and he wants to, you know, do a stand up in front of them. And they shouted him and he's a bitchy about it. <laughs> it's like, you got to come in, dude. These protests are uh, being harassed, screamed at, as you can hear. Uh, this is the one thing, uh, Yasmin, that unites these groups that have been protesting here in Ottawa for the last three weeks is the way they feel about the media. And they are venting it uh, loudly and uh, often, as you can tell. So uh, we are... Apologize, they're not kind of the kinder, gentler Canada. You may be Mars. You're a real true hero, bud. True What's hero. Sleaze bags. Get a real. Joss, I've lost the IP. Exact the goddamn. Who pays your checks? We lost. Guys, the media is the virus. You guys disgusting. Thanks, Yasmin. Appreciate it. He was talking to the now. Forgive me, I don't know this, but um, is and I probably could look it up. But is CTV like PBS here? Is it is it public? Because um, because when they said like who pays you or whatever, I think that that seemed like it was the implication to me. But I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's accurate. Um, they've also been reporting in Canada that people like they wanted to crack down on people who were quote like funding the terrorism, but they've been reporting that people who are just Family members of people who have been involved in the protest have been like, un- their cards have been declined, their bank accounts frozen, people shutting them down. I mean, I think I was on CTV once, Alice. Remember the you? snowstorm? Oh, with a iPad, weren't you? Yes. Yes. I remember that vaguely. So is CTV um, public? Is I looked it, it up know? and the, the thing I came up with is Ontario government staffer out of a job after a $100 donation to Ottawa Blockade. Others under... Uh, scrutiny. The That's director incredible. of communications in the Ontario Ministry responsible for enforcing the law is out of a job after she was tied to a $100 donation supporting the convoy blockading streets. Oh, it's privately owned, I guess, it, it says. So there you go. I guess so. that's wrong. But yeah, it's the the way Canada is cracking down on their citizens over this stuff is just. I mean, it's outrageous and incredible. And if it's extended to like family members of people involved, I mean, like they're taking their dogs like and killing them and taking freezing people's bank accounts, telling them they can't leave the country, arresting them, canceling the insurance on their trucks. Like it's they're acting as if this was a 9-11 style attack that had happened. Here's a question to the Ottawa police chief. If the protesters at this point, uh, you know, uh, retreat and go home. Uh, are they going to be getting sort of repercussions down the road? Or are you going to be sort of actively pursuing the people that you've been sort of documenting and filming who are still out there protesting? What are your plans after this, uh, after the protest is over? So I think it's a great question. And the simple answer is yes. 
If you are involved in this protest, we will actively look to identify you and follow up with financial sanctions and criminal charges. Absolutely. We, this investigation will go on for months to come. It has many, many different streams, both from a federal uh, financial level, from a provincial licensing level, from a criminal code level, from a municipal breach of court order, breach of court injunction level. It will be a complicated and time consuming um, investigation that will go on for a period of time. You have my commitment that that investigation will continue and we will hold people accountable for taking our streets over. Jesus. Can you imagine? I mean, you know, you could also just get rid of the mandate. The useless mandate. There's no reason to. There's no reason to. I mean, the fact that they weren't vaccinated is why now I, I have SARS-CoV-2 and I'm in the ICU and on a ventilator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's amazing. And I mean, like people com are, have been comparing this a lot to like the January 6th, the way that those people have been treated under mm -hmm. the law, which is partially true. But it also seems that this is a lot more extreme to me for one thing, like the going after the finances of other people who weren't involved if they like had family members or like donated to people or whatever, like. It's not like people who've donated to GoFundMes to get January 6th people out of jail to like donate to their legal funds have been like have had their other regular bank accounts frozen to not be able to buy groceries in the United States. That's that hasn't happened here, to my knowledge. Yet. Yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, <laughs> but I mean, and we haven't seen here, for example, I mean, we certainly saw people lose jobs for, like, donating to Kyle Rittenhouse. That was, like, a thing that happened. But we haven't seen, like, the same level of... And, you know, the January 6th people also, like, assaulted cops. And mm -hmm. not all of them, obviously. But some of them assaulted cops, you know, wrecked stuff in the building, put... Did, did stuff, you know? Like, they... Whereas I haven't seen, really, like, the truckers doing much of anything at all. No. Like, they've had bouncy houses and been singing in the streets. Like, they haven't stormed any buildings. But these people they also went like... after a coffee shop that the truckers were using to buy coffee. It's like, these... These this ain't a good look, man. This is not good. Well, and when the problem is when it spreads so far that you start hitting other people outside. Like if they just arrested like the main organizers and towed the trucks out of there or whatever and called it a day like that I don't think there would be the same level of sympathy. But when you're like dragging people off, impounding their pets, freezing their relatives' bank accounts, and and, and do you and, start and to, accusing them of being Nazis. Trudeau right. Is, you start to, like, hit a lot of people who haven't really done much of anything in the crossfire. Right? Like, and, well, and totally. that's, that's when you start to run into a problem. And now with them saying, like, we're going to keep going after these people even if they go home, now you're, like, creating a sort of do or die ultimatum situation because you're telling these people even if you retreat and go home this isn't over we're still coming after you so then the person said like what's the what's the incentive for you to go home now they're saying right. your life well, is ruined because you're here and even if you go home we're going to continue to ruin you so the person's like well my only choice then is to stay here and hope that i can get you to stop what you're doing that's right now totally true and also like these people are already going to lose their jobs because they're not getting vaccinated Right. So it's it's I hope this thing grows. I really do. I really do. And, and I'm and I'm I mean, it's it seems to still be going. They were out there. Did you, ah, I, I just remember. think that Trudeau is a 
And that, that kind of progressive, they're they're an ugly part of our society. And and their their politics and what they've caused, and I saw this myself right after right after it it brought up this elitism right after uh Trump won. I saw people change right in front of me and become delusional liars <laughs> yeah. and in classes right in front of me it was one moron i was talking to on the I air i don't think they became who, classes i think they just started to let it show uh, yes oh totally totally he was up so, so couldn't believe in the middle of a debate we were having that i didn't go to college you didn't go to college he said you know this guy who has a, the, the mind <laughs> the size of a freaking tic tac seriously but but think oh my god so we don't, it was his way of being able to get out of out of the debate I'm not even doing this with you then. It's like, okay. You want to be it's, he, the same guy, by the way, who made up uh, hate crimes up that that he supposedly saw. He kept seeing these hate crimes from Trump voters all over Massachusetts. Incredible how that happens. <clears throat> um, but, but also what makes them so terrible is that you're seeing in the country now the direct results of their politics. You're seeing it. And I've got a couple of great, from the West Coast, a couple of great news wraps. Just Here's one of them. This is in Oakland, where the middle of the streets, the public streets, are now used as chop shops. Business owners frustrated over what they say is an illegal homeless encampment being used as a chop shop. The thieves are reportedly abandoning the stripped-out cars in the middle of the street blocking traffic. New at 6, KPIX5's Da Lin on the growing calls for the city to step in. Oakland police instructed a tow truck company to remove nine cars on this one block. They just finished it a few hours ago, allowing traffic to once again get through. A public works supervisor tells me they'll clear all the remaining trash, hopefully by next week. This was what it looked like Friday morning, driving on Alameda Avenue near High Street. Drivers maneuvering around abandoned cars to get to roughly two... There's a traffic jam of abandoned gutted cars. <laughs> It's incredible. Nice cars. So these dudes are going to nice neighborhoods, grabbing good cars, bringing them to the homeless encampment. Uh, yep, the autonomous zones <laughs> where they strip them and totally gut them. And then leave them there. Nope. nope. Then they move them out to the main streets and outside of the autonomous zones and just clog up the streets. They don't give a frig. A dozen businesses in the area. Just a mess. It's a mess. The westbound lane was passable, but the eastbound lane was completely blocked by a handful of cars, most of them without wheels. These are cars that are literally sitting in the middle of the street. They're blocking the ability for cars to pass. Businesses say these cars have been here for at least four days, making it difficult for customers to get in and out. It's a safety hazard. It's negligence. There's no accountability from the city, and we need somebody. You voted for those people, lady. Yeah. You voted for all those people in this. Because they account. were mean and not Trump. They, the yeah. Trump people were mean it, and they didn't exactly. want to have them. And, and you know. Right. And also it, in Minnesota, a cop killed a guy. So uh, the, everything has to change now because <laughs> my br tiny brains can't handle that when it's on uh, on YouTube during the COVID shutdown. Ready to be accountable. Jennifer Yu and her husband, Kevin Kim, own High Street Car Wash next to Alameda Avenue after their repeated calls. <laughs> Oakland police and a tow truck company came out Friday and towed the cars that were blocking traffic. But an officer says these cars will...
day, at least for now, since they're not blocking traffic and the department doesn't have enough resources. It's extremely infuriating. Huh. An officer tells me... Why wouldn't the police officers have enough resources? How would that happen? No, I can't imagine that. Maybe mean Republicans didn't chance, want them to have resources. Is there a chance it's been reimagined? <laughs> She used this illegal homeless encampment as a chop shop. Once they're done stripping the cars, they'll drag them out to Alameda Avenue to make... I, first of all, I want to say freaking hats off to those people involved in the chop shop bracket. God bless you guys. A black market chop shop, they use the autonomous zone, you know, and then just they purge the, the skeleton, uh, the bones of the car out in the middle of the street and say, F it, nobody's going to do a damn thing. Room for more stolen cars in the encampment. You hear that? Yeah, that's right. They've got to get rid of them because they need more inventory coming in. There's stolen cars waiting to get in. <coughs> to which I say, I'm sorry. That's what a my, problem to that's have. That's my COVID coming up again, Alice. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about, the, about I'm your sorry. COVID. I, I have COVID, hear. too. You don't have COVID, too. I have SARS-CoV-2. Um, from a pangolin, and I'm very sick <laughs> now because of gain-of-function research, and you're not. <clears throat> Thank you so much, everyone. If you are on Patreon, stick around. We're going to uh, join you again on the other side for some extra bonus show over there. Um, we're going to talk about masculinity coaches and machinations in the Senate, so uh, we will see you on that side. You can find us for free, as always, at burnbarrelpodcast.com, wherever you listen to podcasts. Talk to us at uh, Pod on Twitter or uh, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.